You're listening to Life Church Podcast with Pastor Bill Carpenter. Where it says, In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three weeks. I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for the full three weeks. On the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river, I lifted up my eyes and looked, and behold, a man clothed in linen with a belt of fine gold from Euphaz around his waist. His body was like beryl, his face like the appearance of lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great trembling fell upon them, and they fled to hide themselves. So I was left alone and saw this great vision and had no strength left in me. My radiant appearance was fearfully changed, and I retained no strength. Then I heard the sound of his words, and as I heard the sound of his words, I fell on my face in deep sleep with my face to the ground. And behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright, for now I have been sent to you. And when he had spoken this word to me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before God, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me twenty-one days, but Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, for I was left there with the kings of Persia. And came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision is for days yet to come. When he had spoken to me according to these words, I turned my face toward the ground and was mute. And behold, one in the likeness of the children of man touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke. I said to him who stood before me, O my Lord, by reason of the vision, pains have come upon me and I retain no strength. How can my Lord's servant talk with my Lord? For now no strength remains in me, and no breath is left in me. Again, one having the appearance of a man touched me and strengthened me. And he said, O man, greatly loved, fear not. Peace be with you. Be strong and of good courage. And as he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. This is God's word. Thank you, Pastor. I'm going to talk to you this morning about where we're going as Life Church um, and ask you to come along with something that we feel is very, very important for us to do right now. And uh, it's one of those things that we ask of you from time to time. Um, and honestly, it's never really fun to do. And that is pray and fast, okay? So that's what we're presenting this morning is a call to prayer and fasting. And we would like to ask you to, to join with us in that. And I'm using Daniel as, as sort of the springboard for this call to prayer and fasting this morning uh, because I think that, that he, uh, he really, 
this particular fast he enters in speaks to what we want to see happen and what we want to accomplish um, as Life Church. Many of you know, and if you're a visitor, you can probably catch on pretty quick, that Life Church is going through some transitions, uh, some growth transitions, and there's a lot of things that have to be decided that are already being decided, and some things that have been decided, and we have to figure out how to do them, all right? Uh, we're trying in the process of all of that to keep communication very alive and, and very forthcoming. Um, so there's, there's, there's just so much that, that we're trying to get out to everyone. We're also trying to be very sensitive to everyone's feelings and opinions and needs and desires and thoughts and convictions and all those kinds of things. Uh, as someone said this morning, uh, this is really a great problem to have. Uh, the idea that, that God is blessing and we are growing and that there's purpose in that and the, the, the desire and the need to find out what that purpose really does look like and give shape to that can be very exciting. It can also be very scary. It can also be very frustrating. It can also be uneasy to people. And so before we go much further with what we're doing as Life Church. David and I both felt very compelled to pray. Now, we are inviting you, David and I are, to join us in 21 days of prayer and fasting. All right? 21 glorious days you get to fast. Okay? Um, And this starts today. All right? We're, We're asking you to just go ahead and begin. So when you... When you lay your sleepy little head down tonight, you're going to lay down knowing that life will be different for the next 21 days, okay? Uh, But it'll be different because we are going hard after God, not just because your your diet is going to change a bit, okay? Um, We feel like that right now, Life Church really needs to be in a place of very intentional prayer, and so we're asking you to join us in that. Now, now I do apologize that it's sort of like without any pre-warning, but we sort of just have come into this ourselves. Uh, but let me tell you how we've kind of gotten here, okay? Um, some time ago, David and I decided that we needed to renew our commitment to praying together more and also a commitment to, to spending time with God. And so last spring, last summer, uh, into the fall, we had uh, times where each week we would go out and we would spend a day just seeking God. We would be in the scriptures and we would pray. And then we would come together and talk about what God was speaking to us and what God was saying to us. And out of that came some, some very tremendous uh, promises from God. And some we saw the faithfulness of God moving uh, in life church, in our own lives as well. Um, And so it it rekindled in us this sense that we really need to inquire of the Lord. Before we make decisions and, and, and move forward, we really need to inquire of the Lord. And all this time, Life Church is growing. Life Church is, is moving forward and that sort of thing. Um, but then, more recent, we decided that we wanted to make sure that we spent a, a significant amount of time every week in prayer just for Life Church, all right? Uh, in particular, for 
the people of Life Church. And we created a list with all of your names on the list. And so every Tuesday morning at 8.30, we begin prayer here in the sanctuary. And we pray until about 11.30. Uh, and during that time, we name the name of every person in Life Church. And we pray over you and your families. Uh, and this has become a very significant time for us. And we have really felt the presence of God. And we have really felt like that, that God's ear was inclined to us and that God was pleasing with us praying in this manner. And so uh, we began to feel like that, you know what, God is up to something. God is really afoot. And during this time, we're growing and committees have started to meet and committees are making decisions about things and that sort of stuff. And through all of that, um, we were, we, we've continually felt that God was speaking to our hearts to be very, very prayerful. All right. Um, and so we've been doing this prayer. Well, as we've come closer and closer to announcing decisions that are going to affect us long term in Life Church, and decisions that can be quite um, intense to some people in terms of, of emotions, uh, decisions that, that some people may not even like, you know. Uh, I, don't, I don't like some of the things about growing. I understand growing pains, all right? So I, under, I, I, I don't like everything about growing. Yet there's something very exciting about growing. And there's something very exciting about seeing God move. There's something very exciting about seeing people come to Jesus. Uh, there's something very exciting about seeing people walk in and have a member of Life Church share Jesus with them and bringing them to the pastors and, and them accepting Christ and then baptizing them. All of this is very, very, very exciting. And there's a number of you who are sitting here today who have, that is your story. That is your experience in Life Church. And that is, that is powerful. And I believe that God wants to do much more of that. And so we, we grow. We are growing and we will continue to grow. But these decisions that are being made, we, I feel like, need to really bathe them in prayer right now. And it's not so much prayer for the decision alone, but it is prayer for us as these decisions are being made and as things are being shared and talked about in the church and as committees are meeting and, and talking. And believe me, they're praying as they meet, these committees are. Uh, and they're, they're, they're very uh, intentional to, to go to God as they are, as they are meeting and gathering. Um, but here's the thing. At this particular point, as we're getting ready to, to look at what we're going to do in the new year and going forward, um, we really want to know that we have God's plan. We want to really know that the, the details of the plans of God are before us and that we're confident that we are moving in the right direction as we are going with all the pieces of this thing fitting together. And so we felt like this would be a great time right now to start prayer and to really ask God to speak to our hearts about some things. And we feel that, that we should do this whole thing of fasting and praying together in, in a time of where we are in a sort of a heightened uh, sense of consecration, uh, just much like what Daniel embraced as he uh, received his visions here in this particular passage. Daniel was on a 21-day fast here. 
Um, and he, during this time of this fast, he actually received the, the longest and the most detailed end-time vision that he received from God in Daniel chapter 10, as David read to you. He recorded four different visions throughout this period of time, and they give great details of how God would transition the earth to the age to come. And these are, these are very, very powerful, detailed revelations that God is giving to Daniel. Daniel's fast made a significant impact in the spirit realm, uh, meaning that angels were released as Daniel fasted and as he prayed. And, uh, and these angels took charge and they, they did war, if you will, on behalf of Daniel. Uh, and the area, the geographical area as well. So we see uh, this angel Michael being released to come on his behalf and, and to speak to him. And so we see God honoring the prayer and the fasting of Daniel in this way. And this is something that we would love to see happening, and we believe it is happening to a degree, but we would love to see it heightened and enhanced in Life Church. this idea that God is moving in such a way that He is revealing the very details of what He wants to do and how He wants Life Church to go forward. And not only that He is giving us direction and He is ordering our steps, but also that He is releasing out of the heavenly realm angelic beings to be a part of this process and he is actually impacting the spiritual commu- uh, 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 atmosphere around us in our community and so we want we want very much for God to speak to us during this time many things many aspects of revelation but also I believe that God wants us to be drawn to him as individuals and to be consecrated David and I were talking just this past week about a little leaven leavening the whole lump and how uh, even the Bible speaks of sin uh, invading the church and defiling the church. And so as we are going forward, we want very much that all of our hearts have been touched by God and that, that we are moving in this direction together. So what I'd like to do for a few minutes here as we are, are asking you, and we are, we're simply asking you. Uh, there's no legalism here. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's, there's no, I'm not trying to manipulate you in any way. I'm not trying to force anything upon you. Those who feel the urgency with us and feel the call to join together, we're asking you for 21 days of prayer and fasting. Now, here's what's going to happen at the end of the 21 days. The prayer is going to, and fasting is going to start this evening, all right? Um, and it's going to go through November 22nd. All right, if you look at your calendar, November 22nd is a Sunday. On that particular Sunday evening, we would like to break this fast together, all right? It's a Daniel fast, so you still get to eat, okay? Uh, you, you have to decide what you're going to eat, and you have to decide if there are other things you're going to fast along the way during this 21-day period. But at the end of the fast, we would like to ask you to gather with us. David and I would like to invite you to come into Life Church, and let's have a Thanksgiving dinner together, all right? That is That Sunday kicks off the week of Thanksgiving. So we would like for all of us to join together. Even if you don't fast the 21 days, we want to invite you to come into the fellowship with us and celebrate with us as we break the 21 days of fasting, all right? There will be times during the 21 days that we will give you specific prayer focuses that you can pray about, but we want you very much to be seeking God for Life Church, for your own heart, 
and for all that, that God is going to do in Life Church as he brings these very significant changes, okay? So let me talk to you very practically about that for just a few minutes, okay? When we start tonight, November 1st, hopefully at least by, you know, midnight, you will be ready to start your fast, all right? And you're going to end it on, on November 22nd, all right, in, in the evening when we come together and we eat here. Um, we want to invite you, if it is in your heart, to do so, all right? I'm asking God to put this in your heart. I don't want you to just listen to me and say, okay, well, Pastor Bill called it, so we got to do it. I hope that you're not feeling that you're coerced in some way to do that. I want, I want to give you freedom here. I want to give you liberty here. But I would love for you to join with me. And so I'm calling you into that, to, to join with me. Those of you who are covenant members, I would say to you, this is a serious call. I would love for you to join with me and Pastor Dave in this time of prayer and of fasting. But I really want you to desire this. I, I, I know that none of us desires to give up food. But there, there's an ability for us to desire God's will and to know God's plans and to be in unity with God in what he's calling us to do that moves us beyond this place of being so aware of what we're denying ourselves of here so that there is an intent and a desire in our heart to join in and to say, you know what, this will be hard, but I want to do this. I want to do this with others in life church in the body of Christ, okay? So who, who's involved? Anyone in Life Church who feels compelled and feels that desire to join with us, regardless of your connection to Life Church. There are some people uh, who listen to the podcast, and it's amazing. I, I, I met someone the other night at, at, at an event, and, uh, and they said, hey, you know what? We listen to your podcast on a weekly basis. Uh, had no idea that some of these people are listening to our podcast. So if someone's out there listening to the podcast and they hear this and they want to join with us, we want to invite them to join with us as well. We want to invite those who maybe are peripheral to Life Church, but they hear about it and they want to join with us and pray for Life Church. Oh, folks, we want, we want everyone praying for Life Church who will and who desires to do so. So who's it for? It's for Life Church and all of Life Church's family and friends. Uh, who are out there. Why? Why would we want to do this right now at this particular time? Because there are decisions to be made. Decisions have already been made and there are strategies to be laid out for those decisions and there are other decisions that are going to be made as we go forward. And we need God's mind and God's heart for these decisions that are being made. Also for a personal encounter with Jesus. Anytime we are transitioning and moving in such dramatic ways, I want us to be very much before God. And I want our hearts to be open and pliable to God that as He directs us, we are able to say yes to what God is calling us to do. And we're able to give our, our hearts to it, just as Daniel was able to say, I, I need to do this. I need to call this time for myself. I need to call myself away here. And Daniel was wanting very much to get revelation from God. But Daniel also understood the need for repentance, not only in a personal sense, but in in a corporate sense as well. And so let us, in a, in, a, in a very corporate identity, let us come before God during this time and let us seek Him for, for personal encounter, but also that we would receive a greater understanding of God's heart and God's plans for Life Church. 
That is one of the key things that we will ask you to seek God for, is, is just a greater revelation, a greater understanding of God's heart and what are His plans for Life Church as we are going forward. We know that we're growing. We know that our mission is to make disciples. But how are we to do that? What are the details of the ways that we're going to do that, especially as we transition and reshape ourselves as a church and as a body of believers? I hope that in our small groups, in, in, in the, the particular group that you're in, um, that you will share the impact uh, of this time of seeking God with one another. That there'll be, there'll be moments where you'll be able to share a testimony of what God is doing and what God is saying to you. And I'm going to encourage you that, that we are all to spend more time in prayer and the study of God's Word than we have been. All right. So whatever your time has been, I would ask you to bump that up a bit. All right. Just spend, give more time, more diligence to being in the study of the word and more time into prayer. You say, I'm very busy. I know you are. We're all very, very busy people. All right. How how am I going to do that? Well, I want you to fast food according to the Daniel fast. All right. Um, and, and you'll get to eat some types of food, vegetables and such, all right? Um, and, and that will allow you to stay strong, hopefully, and you won't be totally depleted. So you will have a, be- a higher energy level, okay? But what I'd like for you to do is look at your lives and see, is there, is there one place where I can shave something off or down a little bit? And here's what I would like to challenge us to do, is that many of us will fast a a large amount of our social media time. That we will back away from the internet so much. We will back away from movies. We will back away from those things that we are using to entertain us, if you will. And as we set aside some of that time, um, that we use it specifically for praying for life church all right so a little bit of social media goes a little bit of prayer replaces it that prayer is focused on life church and uh you getting closer to god i'm tell you what's going to happen when you do that when you commit yourself and give your heart to seeking god and asking god to reveal himself to you and you give up some of your social media time i guarantee you you're going to see the difference that happens spiritually for you when you do that it's just a given we don't always realize how much time we're spending in these particular areas we really really don't do that unless we are you know putting it down on a chart or something, and I don't know of any of one here who is doing that. So uh, let's, let's just be mindful that here's an area where I get up in the morning and I jump on Facebook right away. You know, or I get up in the morning, or, or before I go to bed at night, I spend the last 20 minutes or so on Facebook or, or on a news station on the Internet or, or on Pinterest or, or whatever. Uh, I got to check, you know, some things just before I go to bed. How about we lay that aside for 21 days, and we spend that little bit of time, you know, another, if it's just 20 minutes of your day, but you spend it seeking God for life church. It will, I think it will have a dramatic impact on us. I really do. I believe it enough to say that I think we need to do this, all right? I believe God is actually calling us to do this kind of stuff. And the purpose here, you know, of of biblical fasting, if you will, is to set aside food and time 
to, to draw closer to Jesus. That's, that is the purpose. And so that's got to be a part of it, all right? But I want you to contend for, for some tremendous breakthrough for some people in Life Church. You say, well, I'm not in bondage, Pastor, to anything big like that. I, you may not be, but there are people who are. All right. And so can you contend on the behalf of someone else, even if you are not feeling the same kinds of struggles? Jan is doing some ministry with the women of our church on Sunday afternoon. I'm doing some ministry with some of the men of our church. And we're gathering and we're we're looking into the areas of where we are bound up and where we are not free. All right. And so I would ask you that during this time, this this short window of time of a few more weeks here, that you would contend for others in life church that you would you would say you know what i love my brothers and my sisters and i don't know their struggle i don't know their bondage but i love them enough that in this little window of time i'm making to fast and pray i'm going to contend for their freedom i'm going to contend for a a spiritual breakthrough if you will for them and and i'm doing that for kingdom purposes I'm doing that, that the, the, the kingdom of God would be enhanced by the liberation of God's people so that they can be effective in ministering the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, all right? So I'm asking you that you begin this process of fasting right away uh, because we're already into these times of gathering uh, the men and, and the women, and we need you. We need you fasting. We need you praying for us, all right? Um, and I, the fasting is to be first and foremost about pursuing, uh, I think, spiritual goals, spiritual uh, desires that God has for us. Um, so, so during the fast, I, I want us very much to see uh, that God is one who speaks. And let God speak to you. Let, can you just be willing to sit quietly for a few minutes and wait and see what God might speak to your heart? I'm not asking you to get an audible voice. You know, I'm not, I'm not setting you up for some frustration or some disappointment here. But what are the impressions of the Holy Spirit for the people of Life Church right now? And I would ask you to speak those out to one another. And dialogue with each other. I believe this would give us a seedbed of talking points that we can have in this season of what God is doing to prepare our hearts to embrace the changes that are coming our way. So I want to encourage anyone who can that you, that you will do this. Pastor Dave and myself, we, we've been praying, as I said, this additional time. We do this on Tuesdays from 8.30 to 11.30. Uh, we would invite you over the next uh, three Tuesdays that, that you would come and pray with us if you'd like. You could come in here and pray in the sanctuary. Pastor Dave will have music on. Um, and you can come in and you can just find yourself a place, uh, either all or a part of that time, and, and just pray with us here. Uh, and and the, the names of people in the church will be uh, listed. Uh, and you can pray for people uh, in Life Church while you are here. And, and, and I realize that's an unusual time to ask people to come. Difficult time for a lot of people who are working. All right. But maybe you could set aside some time. All right. Where once a week there is one to three hours where you are praying and you are reading God's word. Where you are in there doing this. All right. And, and that that you are reading scripture every day for the 21 days, all right? That you're, you, you are intentional to put yourself in the Bible. 
Um, I'd love for you to take about an hour a day and just read from the book of Acts. That would be a marvelous thing for all of us to be on the, on the same page with some scripture reading uh, over this 21-day period. But in particular, I'm asking you to fast some media entertainment. Um, and, and, and maybe you could be serious about this and very, very diligent to say, you know what, I'm only going to use the Internet for my work-related uh, needs. I'm only going to, I'm, otherwise we're going to shut it down as a family, and, and we're going to spend time together, and we're going to talk about God, and we're going to talk about our, our involvement in life church, and we're going to talk about where the church is going, and we're going to talk about how to reach lost people, and we're going to talk about how we can be a part of changing the city. Okay, so what is this Daniel fast thing, all right? Um, there's two primary scriptures, I think, that are related to the Daniel fast. In Daniel 10, 3, we learn that, that Daniel ate no meat. He didn't eat any tasty foods. I guess that's open to interpretation, but he didn't drink any wine. So, all right, you can't have any wine. You can't have any tasty foods, whatever those might be. And you can't have any meat, all right? So those of you who don't have health problems that would... would it hurt you to do that. We would like for you to abstain from meat. We would like for you to abstain from tasty foods. And uh, that's probably like Dairy Queen, uh, you know, and, and Culver's uh, blizzards and, and concrete mixtures and those kinds of things. Um, and, and don't drink any wine, all right? And, um, and so, yeah, in, in Daniel chapter 1, verse 12, uh, we see that he ate only vegetables and he drank water. This was something that he committed to, of setting himself apart. He didn't want to defile his body with the king's food. Um, and, and when you go back over to, to chapter 10 and look at him declaring this fast for 21 days, uh, he does the same thing. He abstains there and he doesn't eat any, any meat and he eats only vegetables and he's drinking water. Um, and uh, the, the Hebrew word for, for the vegetables there is something that uh, is derived from a seed, okay? So that might help you in determining what you would choose uh, to eat during this time, all right? It's that, that, those things that grow from a seed, which obviously would include vegetables and fruits and, and grains and beans and, and, and nuts and those, those kinds of things. Um, but um, in, in verse 3 there, he says, I ate no pleasant food. Uh, so, what I, you know, whatever that might mean. I'm, I'm getting you down there, okay? You got to feel this, folks, okay? You got you to gotta feel some of this, all right? So, so, the pleasant food and the tasty food is out, all right? Uh, but none of that came into his, his mouth for three whole weeks, okay? Um, so, I'm going to ask you to think today. Uh, after our lunch here, for those of you who are coming to the men's and the women's group, after you have had lunch today, um, then th- I want you to think about, before you go to bed tonight, what am I going to do? I want you to have a plan, all right? I want you to put a plan in place here, all right? Um, this Daniel fast is, is, a, is a common approach, all right, that Christians use, um, and it just means doing things in moderation and narrowing things down so that you can feel this sense of... Um, going after God, seeking after God, it moves you, it reminds you. When, you. when you sit down to a meal and you've had to think through what you're going to eat like this, it, ha- it will remind you that, hey, I'm, I'm on a mission here to seek God. I'm on a mission to, to go after God. And that might even cause for some of you to say, you know what, I don't even need this. I don't even need this. I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm go deeper. I'm going to give up 
meal for, for Christ. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to abstain for a week or whatever of no food so that I can really seek after God. After God. It's really up to, to you, okay? Um, but we, we agree that Daniel did abstain from meat. He, it's likely he abstained from anything that had sugar in it. It's likely that he abstained from anything that had dairy in it. Um, those would probably constitute pleasant foods. Um, but probably didn't have seasonings, probably didn't have salad dressing and those kinds of things, you know. Probably didn't have sweetener. Um, so, you know, think about that. Get your plan together, all right? All right? It's, 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 I didn't say it's going to be fun in that sense, all right? But it's going to be fun in the sense that we together are seeking God here. And we're seeking God much like what Daniel did, all right? The Daniel fast is a real fast from, from food. But the purpose is enhancing your spiritual life, all right? So it's not merely a diet or just eating in moderation, all right? It involves significantly reducing the types and the amounts of food that you would normally eat, but it also is significantly increasing your time with the Lord. So those are the two things that need to happen. The amount of food and in, that, you're, that you're taking in needs to decrease, but the amount of time with God needs to increase. Otherwise, it's really not a Daniel fast. It's a Daniel diet. And a lot of people do Daniel diets, but there's not a spiritual component to that, all right? So we're very much wanting the spiritual component to be there, all right? Now, if you have health problems, we would, we would certainly ask you to talk to your doctor or consider what, what you need to do. Now, okay, let's get a little bit more into the, the purpose of the fast, all right? I want you to personally encounter the Lord. That is my goal in calling you to fast, is that you personally encounter the Lord. Um, and I want you to do that as He does His work in you, all right? I, I, I'm really asking you to, to open your heart here, to really let God come in, to invite Him in, to say, Spirit of God, I'm inviting you in in this time. And I, I want you to come in. I want you to work more through me. I'm wanting God to work more through us as a church in this season, all right? So we are fasting here to personally encounter God, to encounter His love. Did you catch it twice as the angel speaks to Daniel in that passage when Daniel had called himself to the 21 days of fasting and he's seeking God, twice when the angel spoke to him, he said to him, Daniel, you are beloved. You are loved, Daniel, by God. Twice he says that. And I want very much for this particular fast to bring a revelation of God's love to you personally that you begin to really get a sense of the powerful love that God has for you. Because I think that love, number one, covers a multitude of sin, but it drives us to be missional. It drives us to understand our mission and also to say yes and amen to it. All right? So as God is speaking to us the things that He needs to say to us, I want us very much to be very aware how much He loves us. All right? So that love will bring a renewal to your spiritual life. And, and I don't know about you, but it's been a busy season. And we, we all came into the fall just running hard. We, we had busy summers, many of us. Summer didn't let up around Life Church. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a, a big rest period or a big vacation. All of you were very, very busy, and a lot of you did mission trips, outreaches, and different things. And many of you worked hard in the garden, and, uh, and we, just, we just kept things going. We never really let up for a period during the summer, and we hit the fall running hard. 
And we hit the fall having, having groaned and travailed through some decisions to be made in life, church. Okay, um, So I want us to be like Daniel in chapter 9, verse 3, where he says, I set my face toward the Lord God. All right? So we are intentional. Tonight, you know in your heart, you understand in your heart that you are setting your face towards God. You're not going to let other things come in and and knock you off course. You're not going to let other things detain you or distract you. You are setting your face for 21 days towards God. All right? And he says in verse 12 of that same chapter, he says, not only did, did he set his heart towards God, but, but the angel says, you set your heart and you humbled yourself before your God. And this is something I want for us as Life Church. I want a, a level of brokenness in Life Church that allows us all to say, you know what? Not my will, but yours be done, Lord. Whatever you want for us, whatever you want for for Life Church, for it to grow and to be effective and to reach lost people, I want to say yes to that. So I want to humble myself in this pursuit of you to be ready for whatever you call me to do, whatever action you call me to do, I will do that. All right? But here's what I want you to also see is that there was confession and there was the renouncing of sin and compromise uh, in, in Daniel's prayers as he prayed and sought God. And so I want you and I not only speaking to God, but speaking confession. That is the confession of our own sin and the sins of our city, the sins of, of the church in America. I mean, let's, let's go to God with such a contriteness and such a sense of repentance, all right? Because in that, I want you to receive joy. I want you to receive a level of joy that allows you to receive all that God has for you, even the the hard things that He might be speaking to you. And I want you to receive this insight from God, just like Daniel, as he gained understanding. Not only that he was loved, but he understood times. He understood things that would, would come and things that would need to be done. And he began to understand how to do them. All right? So I want you and I to seek God for this direction. Not just a breakthrough in our city, but how does Life Church function in the city? How does Life Church live in this city? How, how do we reach lost people in our neighborhood and beyond? What, what are you calling us to? What is, what is the significant battlefront for Life Church? How do we war against the enemy? How do we pray and seek God and come against spiritual darkness within our city? What is God saying to us about how we are to pray and how we are to relate? Uh, I'm going to tell you what. There, last night was a phenomenal time. Of, of just rejoicing in seeing people from within our neighborhood coming out and being a part of Life Church and seeing them being comfortable and seeing them sit around and stay and hang out with us and, and, and see their children enjoy what was going on. It was great also to see our own families do this and to see our children playing with children from the neighborhood and running around and dancing around and having a good time. And it's amazing how many little tiny kids came up to me and said, Thank you. Thank you. Well, I know their parents told them to do it. I'm not that shallow. But you know what? They did it. And here's the thing, though. If you, if you just squat down 
and, and you look at them eye to eye. You know, you're not, you're not doing this, but you're down here, and you look at them. They got the biggest smiles, and they're just this glitter almost in their eyes, and they're so excited, and they've been so impacted by the time, and it's just wonderful to see all of those little children from our neighborhood coming in here. And I believe that God wants more of that. I believe that God wants us doing these kinds of things that will allow people to ex- experience the same love that we are experiencing through this revelation of prayer and fasting, even though they're not there yet. But it's that same love that will draw them in and will save them. And so I'm asking you that, that you just allow this to be a part of you for the next 21 days, all right? So we're praying breakthrough for our families. We're praying breakthrough for the church. We're praying breakthrough for our city, all right? That should give you plenty of things to, to pray about, if you will, all right? Um, and and I'm, I'm believing that God's going to give you some strategies and release the strategies for praying, all right? Angels were released through this prayer um, and fasting, uh, and they were released because of not only personal issues for Daniel, but also national issues, all right? These, these angels were released to do war over geographical regions or geographical areas, all right? And the angel came da- in Daniel chapter 10, verse 12. The angel came, he says, he says, your words were heard, and I have, beca- I have come because of your words. And I want you to really understand the impact of that statement today. Your words were heard. I've come because of your words. I pray that that will motivate you and I to pray. That God will hear our words and God will release heavenly beings because of the words he has heard. And we will see an impact as a result of that. If we stay silent, we may very well miss a powerful move of God. It's time for us to seek the Lord. It's time for us to, to, to open our hearts and to allow uh, God to, to release a cry from us, all right? We need, we, we are, and we need to be crying out for this greater release of power. We need, we need this healing and this deliverance. We need God's power to break into to our families and upon other things as well. You know, Matthew chapter 17, verse 21, when the demoniac couldn't be delivered, the disciples went to Jesus. He said, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. There is something more that can happen in prayer and fasting if we will contend, if we will be diligent in it. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to seek God for a greater understanding of God's heart and His future plans for Life Church. All right? That's something I want you to pray about. All right, we'll, we will, from time to time during this 21 days, give you some of these prayer focuses to, for everybody to be praying on together. Um, but the, the visions that God gave to Daniel here, they give insight into God's plan for Israel and for the transitioning of the earth to a, 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 an age to come. These were very, very important 
visions. These were very important detailed situations that, that God laid out for Daniel. And he was able to, to write them down, obviously. But they, they have had impact throughout the ages. Now, I'm not saying that, that I believe that God's going to give life church something that's going to impact the ages from now until Jesus comes. But I am saying that God wants to use life church. There is no doubt in my mind that he, that he wants to use life church. God is the source of the growth of life church. It is not a person. It is not someone who, who planted a seed. It is not someone who watered a seed. It is God that gives the growth. All right? And so God is growing life church, and God does not do anything without purpose and without intent. So God has intention in allowing life church to grow. Now, it is up to us to figure out these intentions, and God does not want to withhold this from us, folks. But we need to come to God. We need to seek God, and we need to let God speak to us. We need to be open for the words that God would speak to us. Um, in one, at one point, uh, the angel says to Daniel, he says, You, Daniel, you set your heart to understand. You set your heart to understand. In other words, you positioned yourself in a posture and a manner whereby you could understand the things of the Spirit. And because of that, God released the understanding to him. If we are going about busy and distracted and consumed, God is not going to throw plans in our path if we're only going to trample over them. It's really going to be important that you and I, that we take this time and and that we allow ourselves to be positioned for God to speak to us, for God to give us understanding. The angel also came to Daniel and said, I've come forth to give you skill to understand. So those of you who sit back and say, you know, sometimes God's spoken, but I didn't really get it. Or, you know, I really don't always understand spiritual things. Or, you know, I, I don't know that, that God would speak those kinds of things to me. God will give you the ability to understand. He will give you the skill to understand His ways. And to understand what He is speaking to you. And so during this time, I ask for that. I ask for a supernatural release of ability to understand the things of God. The Bible talks about in the Old Testament of a day when there were these sons. They were the sons of Issachar. And this is what the Bible says about them. It describes them. They knew what to do in their times. And they did it. They knew what to do in their times. And they did it. And you see that with Daniel as well. He knew what to do because he got the revelation from God. And he had the ability to interpret dreams and such things. But, but the things that God gave him the ability to do, he acted upon them. All right? He moved forward. And so here's, here's the last thing that I'm asking you to do. As God speaks to you and I, and he gives us understanding about and details, revelation about the things that we are to do as the body of Christ, is that you and I will not only understand the times that we're in and know what to do, but we will do it. We pray and fast for courage and faith to do those things that maybe feel unnatural to us or maybe feel in some way unfamiliar to us or they are unknown territory to us in our church life 
Are they seem threatening to us in some way? Are they feel as though there's going to be a loss for us in some way? That we say, God, I trust you with the revelation that you are giving to us as the body of Christ. And I, as I understand what to do, I will do it. And so we pray for courage and the spirit of obedience to come to us. And that God will then give us the strength that we need in order to do that. I think that this is an important thing for us to do. And here's what I would like for you to do. I would like for you now even to begin to prepare yourself. And so what I would ask you to do is to join me in communion. Let's go to the table. Let's receive from the table today. And let's receive the empowerment that we need to be able to fast and pray in the manner in which God is desiring and calling us. And then to act upon that together as the body of Christ. So we go to the table to receive this refreshing and this renewal from Christ today that He may strengthen us and that He may prepare our hearts that we will receive the revelation that we need to faithfully obey Him as His church. Amen? Amen. Pastor, would you join